InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. How critical is that first meal of the day? We've all heard the experts claim that a good breakfast is vital for our health and well-being. But a startling university study says that may not be the case. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're talking with Professor James Betts from the University of Bath in England, who was the lead author of this study. So tell us, what were you studying? The purpose of this experiment was to determine the effects of breakfast on energy balance, which pertains to weight change in human beings, and health-related outcomes. Most previous literature on this topic has clearly shown that there is a relationship between breakfast, fatness, and health. Specifically, that people who tend to have breakfast tend also to be the leaner people among us and also tend to be the healthier people among us. But that very same research teaches us that people who have breakfast also tend to be more likely to exhibit other healthful behaviors. So they essentially take on the advice to have breakfast every day alongside advice to be more active, eat more fiber, eat less salt, eat less fat, smoke less or not at all, and drink less alcohol. So Clearly, then, it's not a certainty at present whether people who have breakfast are healthier because they have breakfast or just because they take on all the dietary advice and health advice that's out there. So we really wanted to test specifically, does having breakfast make you healthier and leaner? Tell us what you found, because obviously this flies in the face of conventional wisdom. Yeah, so it certainly flies in the face of conventional wisdom, or at least the belief that's out there that breakfast is better for us. And a lot of the headlines at the moment are citing our research and saying that it's going against previous literature. But it's really not. There just simply is no previous literature to support that belief that the public has that breakfast is the most important meal of the day and is so good for us and keeps us lean. There really were no studies. So we, in our experiment, randomized people either to a group who had to have breakfast every single day. We defined that as having 700 calories or more before 11 o'clock, so a really substantial breakfast every day for six weeks, or a group who were extreme in the other direction, so fasted right through to lunchtime every day for six weeks. And we acknowledge that these are extremes, but of course, as the first experiment to randomly put people in these groups, we were keen to maximize the difference between them so that we couldn't be accused afterwards, well, you just missed an effect because the breakfast wasn't big enough or that they didn't fast long enough. So having maximized those effects, we kept people in those groups and then we did some snapshot tests to look at their health at the beginning, at the end of the six weeks to see if one group gets healthy or the other group gets less healthy. But in particular, we were interested in using modern technologies, in particular measuring physical activity levels and also measuring metabolic responses. And of course, the contemporary wisdom would be that people who have breakfast should eat a lot less during the day. And that wasn't what we saw in this experiment. There was no change in the diet during the rest of the day. What we did see is that the people in the breakfast group were much more physically active than the people who were in the fasting group. And I understand that you don't eat breakfast yourself, right? No, I never fancy eating in the morning. It's really not that I don't have breakfast on the basis of any evidence. I just don't fancy eating breakfast. And I would say that our paper has certainly not changed the balance of evidence such that I feel compelled to change my behavior or feel more affirmed in the way that I do things. But I don't think there's any evidence out there that we should be telling people who don't eat breakfast they should or vice versa. I think a lot of people think if I don't eat breakfast, I'm just not going to have any energy in the morning until I do have lunch or whatever. But that's not what you found. Well, actually, what we did find is that people who skip breakfast were less physically active throughout the day 
than people who had breakfast. And in particular, we found that that effect was apparent most consistently during the morning and during light level activities. So one thing that actually does seem to come out of our research is that it's perhaps true that people who skip breakfast feel more lethargic than those that do. And as a consequence, they may be less physically active. And although it wasn't a focus of this research project, I'm confident in the recommendation that leading a physically active lifestyle is incredibly healthy, irrespective of whether you lose weight or not. So that could be one thing that needs further investigation and could really look to whether that increase in physical activity levels when people are in a fed state may over months or even years translate into a more healthy metabolic profile just through leading an active lifestyle throughout the lifespan. Was there anything in particular that really surprised you? What was the biggest thing that you were not expecting in this? We hypothesized there would be an effect on physical activity levels, and the reason for conducting the research is that nobody had objectively measured physical activity levels, which was our main purpose in doing so. And we did hypothesize that the breakfast group would be more physically active. I was surprised by the extent of that difference. The fact that it was about 440 calories a day more really surprised me because that's actually quite a lot of energy expenditure. I think we hypothesized maybe half that. So to see 400 calories or over 400 calories per day expended more by those who had breakfast, that's equivalent if you're going to expend it in one go, one exercise session, that's like somebody exercising on a treadmill for an hour or more for many people. If someone who consumes 700 calories at breakfast burns 400 calories more than the non-breakfast eaters through the course of the day, that would still be a net increase of 300 calories, right? So I guess the question is, would skipping breakfast entirely actually aid you in losing weight or not? There was no significant difference in our study in weight loss between the groups. I should say this study was not designed to examine weight loss. It was about the mechanisms involved. So that said, we did see weight loss within our fasting group. So as you mentioned, they ate far fewer calories. So even after a slight increase in their energy intake, they were still ingesting over 500 calories fewer than the breakfast group. So you'd think they'd lose a lot of weight, but this difference in physical activity has essentially compensated for that. Not completely, which is why we did see weight loss within the fasting group, but it was only modest weight loss because they cut back their physical activity levels. So the net result was we have two groups who are both more or less in energy balance. So no one's really gaining a large amount of weight and no one is losing a large amount of weight. Where they differ is that the fasting group is taking in fewer calories and expending fewer. So what we might describe as a low flux diet, there's a low amount of energy coming in and a low amount going out. Whereas the breakfast group were on what we refer to as a more high flux diet. So they are ingesting more calories and expending more. And I think it's without doubt really where you are more physically active is going to be better for you, irrespective of energy balance. Just as a parent, as you know, a child is preparing to go to school, should I be concerned about my child not eating breakfast, not only from a learning standpoint, but also from just a general nutrition standpoint? When I present this research, I'm always very quick to say to people, this study was about testing adults, and we're really focused on the kind of chronic diseases that occur, particularly in association with creeping weight gain. So the fact that the majority of people tend to weigh more at age 40, 50, 60 than they did at age 20 or 30. So I'm talking about people who are going to work about their regular day, 
and if they have breakfast or not, how is that contributing to their long-term health? Any children who see this research or parents who see this research and wonder how it affects them, they are in a very different situation because for a start, they need to be in positive energy balance anyway, which is not going to necessarily make them overweight or obese, but they need that for growth because they're going through a growth phase by definition as a child. But also, as you mentioned, they have school to focus on. So I wouldn't suggest for a moment that children should be skipping breakfast in order to offset a long, long-term risk of diabetes or cardiovascular disease at the expense of having sufficient energy to fuel their studies. Fascinating study. Professor James Betts from the University of Bath in England, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.